Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our good friends at the Al and Angus Pub, Brewerton Ace Hardware, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, and our great friends at Camillus Golf Club. Make sure you get your 2022 membership today. That's CamillusHillsGolfClub.com. Awesome 18-hole layout, great greens, awesome food and drink after your round as well. Camillus Golf Club is the official golf club of the ML Sports Platter. And also a big tip of the cap, thank you to Stanley Law Offices and the Swan and Whitaker families. Um, I'm going to spend a few minutes here on the conference championship games before I get to Jim Monas from Go Long. Uh, he and Tyler Dunn doing great work for that platform. Jim, of course, worked uh, in the NFL as a player personnel man, um, you know, scouting, uh, evaluation, etc. And uh, there's nobody brighter uh, to talk about the NFL uh, you know, Saints, Bills, you name it. Uh, I'm going to get into the future of the Packers with him, Sean Payton stepping away, the future of the Bills, and a heck of a lot more just in a couple of minutes with Jim Monas. Obviously, Sunday is going to be, well, all week has been, but Sunday is going to be really tough for Bills Mafia. Um, you know, I, I would expect a lot of fans to still watch these games. It's the NFL. That's what we do. We consume the games. Uh, in my case, I have to consume them and talk about them. Um, but the Bills, you know, they should have closed the Chiefs out, and they should have been hosting the AFC Championship game. That's really all there is to it. Um, just blew an unbelievable opportunity to get to a Super Bowl. Um, in this game, though, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win big. Um, they're favored by seven. I think they actually cover that double time. Uh, I'm going to pick them in this game 38-24. Uh, to 24. Um, <clears throat> Relatively high scoring. I think that Burrow will be able to move the football down. They've got Jamar Chase. We know the offense is incredible, but it's going to come down to the same old thing with Kansas City. Like, can you get pressure on him like the Bucks last year? And look, we saw the Bills in the divisional round game. You know, they rushed four, and I heard from a ton of people <clears throat> who were like, oh my gosh, they were getting to Mahomes, they were getting to Mahomes, they were getting to Mahomes. I'm like, no, they weren't. <laughs> no, they weren't. They were getting close to Mahomes, and then they couldn't finish a tackle, or they were coming in from the wrong side, or... They overcompensated the pocket, went beyond him, and then Mahomes steps up a couple of feet. He's got everybody wide open. When you give Mahomes that extra second, he's even more unstoppable than regularly. Um, too many weapons. Mahomes, Kelsey Hill, too much experience. Been there, done that. I hope Cincinnati wins, but I think Kansas City is going to get it done against Cincinnati. Um, I, I just think that this is right now, I think, the best team in football. Uh, that defense has shored some things up. Um, you know, I don't know Tyran Matthews status for this game. I don't know. 
Uh, Melvin Ingram has been a monster. Uh, you know, Chris Jones, they've got defensive pieces there. They have more of a pass rush. They have more of a total defense, and their special teams are pretty darn good as well. So uh, I'm going to take Kansas City in this game, 38-24. to 24. And then over in the NFC, um, you know, boy, I I'll tell you what, man. 49ers-Rams is just going to be a great matchup. Uh, could very well come down to that fourth-quarter mistake that either Jimmy Garoppolo or Matt Stafford makes. Um, I'm going to take the Rams in this game. You know, look at the Rams situation, huh? I mean, my God. They uh, they win the division. They win 12 games. The Packers lose. Now they are hosting, potentially, the last two games of the season in the NFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl because SoFi Stadium will be hosting the Super Bowl. I think it's Super Bowl 56. Um, this game, to me, is going to come down to uh, the 49ers D-line front and the Rams D-line front. Which guy can create, uh, which, which team... Uh, can create more push and frustration for the quarterback to make a mistake. That's really what this game boils down to for me. Uh, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Floyd, these guys are monsters up front for the Rams. And then we know that the 49er defense is super opportunistic as well with Fred Warner and company and Eric Armstead and the <clears throat> stud rusher in Nick Bosa. Um, I think it'd be a good game. Uh, the Rams are uh, favored by three and a half, uh, but they're home. I think they're a better team. Uh, the 49ers secondary is solid, but I don't know if they'll have an answer for Cooper Cup. Very intrigued to see how the Rams defend Debo Samuel. But these are, you know, these are two big-time teams right here. And, <clears throat> you know, look, the 49ers are looking to get back to the Super Bowl, um, you know, where they lost a couple years ago to the Chiefs. They're trying to avenge that. The Rams with Matt Stafford, they were an early darling pick by many to go to the Super Bowl. They're one win away. And this is a really good team. Uh, Matt Stafford's a really, really good quarterback. Um he didn't have a lot of help in Detroit. Now he's got a ton of it in L.A. He did show some iffy Matt Stafford stuff in the fourth quarter at times this year, but right now he's playing great. Listen, Tampa left single coverage in that divisional round game. I don't know why. And Cooper Cup just blew down the middle of the field, and Matt Stafford recognized it instantly, and he made a tremendous throw. Tremendous. So I'm looking forward to this game. Rams are favored by three and a half. I'm gonna take them twenty. I'm gonna take them thirty to twenty six in this game. That's what I'll do. All right, let's bring in our guest. Uh, he's just a terrific football guy. Love talking to him. He's doing some amazing work with Tyler Dunn on the Go Long uh, podcast and at GoLongTD.com as well. He's a former player personnel man um, with multiple teams, including the Buffalo Bills. And you can get him on Twitter at Monus42. That's at M-O-N-O-S 42. Jim Monus, welcome back. Thank you for a few minutes, bud. I could be back, man. I wish it was a happier times in Western New York. Yeah, no doubt about it. And the Bills, you know, 13 seconds is now added into the Music City Miracle. It's added into the four Super Bowl losses. Where, where did, I know everybody wants to go O-T-O-T-O-T, -O -T -O -T. it's not fair, Allen didn't get the ball, blah, blah, blah. I'm not in that camp. I'm in the yeah. camp of, you should have made a better decision coaching, either squibbing it down or hang time in it. You have a great special teams unit, you have a great kicker. And you know what? In the last 13 seconds, listen, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, and Patrick Mahomes, they're all going to the Hall of Fame. Don't give them cushion. That's where my gripe is, Jim. Where are you? Where do you lie? No, and I'm with you, Mike. You know what? We have a saying, you know, amongst our friends in the scouting world, the coaches don't win games, but coaches can lose games. 
And, you know, that's a situation where, and I'm not saying that Sean and Leslie, I'm not saying that they lost this game to Buffalo because they did not. But could they have done some things differently? Would they want to? That's something, you know, that only they can answer. But you're still talking about 13 freaking seconds. And there's ways, and to your point, there's ways to play some defense especially with Kelsey and Hill, knowing that that's who they're going to. Just, you don't have to just give up a 20-yard cushion like that. I mean, I would – look, listen, as a gambler, that Bills game, that pissed me off. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had, the Ram, I had a Rams-Bills money line parlay, and I thought I cashed it. And I made that mistake like everybody. I, was, I thought it was over. I was like, there's no way they're going down the field. And, and they make it that easy, that's hard to believe. But I'm with you 100%. I don't need the overtime rules changed. I don't want to blame it on they didn't get the ball. That game was the Bills to win. Where does this franchise go from here? I mean, it's hard. Like, this is hard, and this is a great question. When I was in New Orleans, we lost a heartbreaker very similar in the same round to the San Francisco 40. I remember. Alex Smith and Vernon Davis split yep. our safeties. Yep. And honestly, Mike, I thought we were going to win another Super Bowl that year. We were playing that well. And here's the funny part. We would have hosted the NFC Championship if we would have beat San Fran that day. Because the Giants upset Green Bay. Yep. And just the exact same scenario where the Bills would have hosted AFC Championship. I, when I tell you it's the same thing, it's the same thing. It was heartbreaking, devastation. You don't get over it, and it's hard to get back. So to, to sit here and think that the Bills are just going to get back to the AFC Championship. They didn't even get to the AFC Championship this year. It's that hard. So I'm with you. This is when, this is officially now, McDermott is officially going to be feeling some pressure here the next year for the first time. Does does he bring, I mean, listen, he gets a lot of credit, and rightfully so, establishing, I God, the word is just, it's so overused, but I'll say it, establishing the culture. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the the drafting, you know, they bring in Brandon Bean, like the assistance yeah. he has, the discipline, yeah. the teamwork, the bonding, the leadership. Um, yeah. Every every day is just about today. He's so good at that. But but there's still some concern. Is there not in, in the game? I mean, do the Bills, do they have any advantage with Sean McDermott as a head coach? Well, let's go this way then. Did you feel, and I, this is something I, I felt like he was aggressive. For the first time. Now, I like the way he came out of the gate aggressive, but I did feel like they all had that deer in headlights look, you know, at yeah. the end of the game, and I didn't like that. I was surprised by that. Um, to your point, he is who you want leading the team because he isn't going to, you know, it's devastating, but he's not going to let that change the goal. They're going to take their time. This team is built for, you know, long term success. It really is. Well, because of the quarterback, maybe. And, but it's hard. I, I can't sit here and say that we look at the AFC, look at these quarterbacks. I mean, they're going to have to deal with every year. It's going to be that hard to get to the AFC. Right. It's going to tighten up. Yeah. Lamar, yep. Herbert, eventually, yep. Burrow. These guys are staples now. These are big time players. And yeah, the Bills are lucky to have a, you know, a superstar themselves, and they do, Josh, but. This thing is going to be rough. And I do think Sean, you know, Dable, that, that thing isn't official yet with Dable, is it? Not yet. Not yet, yeah. I mean, that's going to be, 
that's what you you know this is what happens too you know with success you're going to get picked apart a little bit so i don't know enough i'm not there i don't know enough about what joe shane brought to the personnel department i know joe but that he, they're going to be okay losing a joe shane you know that doesn't matter but a table that matters now it's funny that you you that you bring up the you know the the difficulty within you know the AFC especially because it, it's you know you hear a lot of these all oh, the Bills are Bills fans oh, they're going to be fine I'm still proud of them Josh Allen great but everything's going to tighten up and this year was so it was set on a silver platter for them for God's sakes they got away with losing to the Jags they got away with losing to the Titans at the end Allen slips Dawkins gets blown up they lose they win that Titan game everything goes through Buffalo they win the Jags game at least this game goes through Buffalo. And then we see the Titans lose and the Bills still would have hosted after all of that happened. And and so that has to kill the coaches. It has to kill the players. And Josh Allen is where I'm going with this. You mentioned the tightening up of the AFC and all the rest. With all these great quarterbacks, all these really good teams, you got to deal with the Patriots twice in the division every year. Here's the thing. Josh Allen is obviously an elite star. He went toe for toe, blow for blow, punch for punch with Patty Mahomes. He's an MVP candidate year in, year out. He's a unique specimen at 6'5", 240. But what the hell does it matter when you can't stop anybody? And, and that's what's crazy. And, and, it's, and it's Kansas City. I mean, Bill's have the number. I mean, we're going to sit there, and this is where if you play double, Sean, Sean's going to say, well, look, we have the number one defense, blah, blah, blah. But that's got to show up. You can't just live off of ranking. It needs to show up in the crunch, you know, when it's, when it's critical time. Well, plus, don't you think those numbers, I mean, Taylor Heineke, Trevor Simeon, Davis Mills, Mike White, exactly like Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, three again. Come on. Yes. They were, they were set up for this year. This, I'm going to tell you another team that this reminds me of. When, when I was with the Saints in the NFC Championship, we beat the Minnesota Vikings here. We won the Super Bowl. We should not have won that game. Um, they outplayed us. And that devastated that franchise. They didn't recover from that. And this is the first time where I feel like the Bills, this was their game. It was over. And that's the devastating part. Where last year, hey, we got beat. You know, okay, whole offseason. Hey, we got beat. We're going to come back. What do you do? You, you beat KC in the regular season. Get him again in the playoffs. You had him beat. So, to, you know, Sean's going to tell you, McDermott's going to say, well, look, we're, we're good enough. I mean, we had him beat. It's twice now. We shouldn't beat KC this year. I mean, that's the, that's the coach speak that you're going to get behind closed doors. I'm sure that's what he's telling Perry. We're fine. But you can't blow these opportunities. It's too hard. Yeah, and I mean look, you know, you, you get you go to the postseason all the time. If you're if you have sustainability, you knock on the door enough times, you know, teams if if they're really good and they have the elite quarterback and the coaching and the front office, like you knock on the door enough, you, you probably you probably can get through and win. But like we aren't there yet with this group. That's that's the issue. Like we've, I know that Green Bay's hurting too. But you know what? Tough shit, man. You guys have two rings, okay? In the last twenty, I know they should have gone to more Super Bowls, but you still got Favre got one. They still went back to another one, and Rodgers has one at least. I know they should, and we'll get into them in a second. Don't worry. But but. Jim, they've been there. They've all, every single year been there. These teams, the Ravens, the Steelers, you know, the Colts during the Peyton Manning era, they, they all kind of got through at some point. Even in the Tom Brady era, Big Ben gets his rings. Peyton got it, you know, his, his ring, uh, two rings. Like, 
the Bills haven't gotten over that hump, and they have they have to um, within the next few years. And and I don't know if they can because this seemed like a better, greater opportunity than last year. And I know how hard it is when you have to hit the reset button, and nobody knows how how hard that is, uh, how much harder it is than ever before than you. It's 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 gut wrenching. And now when you're in the front office right now with Dean and his staff, it's hard. It's hard because now the focus really immediately becomes you've got to gear up, you know, for free agency draft. Yeah. You know, we're preparing for that, but it's hard. You're sitting there thinking we should be playing right now. Yep. We should be playing. So, Mike, I, I, I think the only thing you can put your your hope into is you have a superstar quarterback. You just said it. Those guys find ways. I like the, I like how you said they knock on the door, knock on the door. If they're going to be back. We know they're going to be in the postseason next year. We know enough injuries after this. They're going to get back. They're going to make a run. This is what happens when you have a quarterback. It's how we felt in New Orleans. It was like, and if you look at what New Orleans really did, especially these last couple of years, it's why Sean Payton stepped away. But they went for it with Drew Brees. Even as he got, they knew he was on his last leg, and they still went for it. And that's why they're in a horrible salary cap situation now. But they felt like, hey, this is our shot. And the Bills have to approach it that way too now. Every year you have a chance because you have the quarterback. Jim Monis with us, a former player personnel man. Several teams, including the Saints and the Bills here on the ML Sports Platter. Part of the Go Long platform uh, with Tyler Dunn. And oh, by the way, I believe the new Senior Director of Football Operations for the XFL. Do I have that right, Jim? You have it right, Mike. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, we're in the beginning planning stages. It's um, a lot. But um, I think you had Mark Ross on from NFL. Network. Yeah, I did. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's the Executive Vice President of the XFL. Cool. He and I go way back, very tight. Uh, Doug Whaley is a part of it. We obviously work tight. So I, I'm looking forward to, to being a part of this with those guys and see if we can get this thing successful. All right. I, I just got another yeah. one on the Bills or two maybe, and then we'll move yeah. off of it. Um, you know, last year they lose in the AFC Championship game, and it's got to beat the Chiefs, got to beat the Chiefs, got to beat the Chiefs. Go get Boogie Basham. Go get F.A. Obata. Go get uh, Greg Russo. Um, you know, you had Starr coming back. Uh, you know, Ed Oliver's got to blossom. D-line, 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 and they lose to the Chiefs again. I mean, they spent the whole offseason, the whole draft, not uh, apparently getting enough maybe. I don't know. I mean, they could have gone secondary in the draft too. Trey White going down didn't help. Like, the defense still needs. I think that there are a lot of really good rotational pieces here, Jim. Basham, Russo, Epinesa, Oliver. I I don't think Hughes and Addison will be back. Don't you need, and I know the Bengals don't have it, but the other teams do, most of them do, uh, the successful teams do, you've got somebody who is constantly wreaking havoc. I know you can't just go outside and pluck Aaron Donald off the tree, time, you know, 2.0, but you got to have more than what the Bills have defensively, do you not? Yeah, because I, I like your point on this. You're, basically what you're saying is they, they, they do okay getting pressure, but who's the stud, like to your point? Who's the guy that you are? Who's the other team game plan for? And I don't know if the Bills quite have a guy that the other teams are game plan for. I agree with you. Those guys all play hard. They're all good players. And those rookies, those young guys are going to get better, obviously, and see how they if they flourish a little bit next year. But I'm with you. At this point, you know, they've invested in that D-line. And, and now it's time that they may have to start investing a little more into the corner position. Because um, I did think there were some issues corner 
you know, just a couple things here and there where they, they, those guys did mess up some games. Uh, the, the Tampa game is the one that comes to mind. But to your once again, how long are those safeties? How long is Hyde going to be able to play? Yeah, home? see, that's the thing. Yeah. Because yeah. those safeties are amazing. They're amazing. But, again, one more year, one more one year more of hitting, year. <laughs> yeah. one more year of age and hitting. And, and, and when I through this, I'm telling you, it's like it gives me the chills. Like we went through this in, like, Sharper was getting old, you know, yeah. Roman Harper. Like, yeah. we had great safeties. And it's like, man, as soon as those guys hit their the downside, it's like, it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You can't waste these opportunities. Listen, uh, it's 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 so heartbreaking. It's so devastating. Uh, I I just I can't get over it myself. I mean, you know, we all start as fans. You get into the business, the subjectivity kind of wanes a little bit, but then you have enhanced objectivity. But with the Bills, I can't. With Buffalo sports, I can't. I I can't get away from it. Um, I I want it so bad as a fan. I, I've been doing this for thirty seven years, rooting for these teams. Heartbreak after heartbreak, and I just don't know if I'm ever going to see a title, Jim. I really don't. No, Mike, it's hard to think that way. And, and given you, like, I put myself back into the front office with those guys. I'm going to tell you how hard it is for those guys, too. They, they don't even want to watch football. Like, mm-hmm. You almost don't want to – like, I'm sure you don't either. Where you don't even want to look at a, a highlight. You don't want to look at a game film right now. Like, you just want to – give me a break. Like, we should be playing. And it's hard. Yep. It is hard for fans, and it's hard for the front office and the coaches, the players. The investment that these guys make is just incredible. And to have it, and, and you, I know you're bringing up Green Bay. Think about them too. Yeah. What a waste of a season. Seriously, absolutely. Seriously. Well, I got I got a quick one on on the Bills, and I, I'm going to go right to the Packers. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, how how much are you worried? I know that the NFL isn't set up like baseball especially the NBA, to a degree the NHL, but they've got a really hard cap. It's not set up to where, obviously, uh, dynasties can just reign. That's why what the Patriots have done is amazing and all the rest. You know, you, you go from up to down, down to up, everywhere in between all the time, the cap, the draft, this and that, injuries. But the Chiefs, it, they're programmed right now for this. How worried are you? That the Bills could be really good to great to elite for four, five, six, maybe even seven or eight years and not sniff a title because it's the era they're playing in with Reed, Mahomes, Brett Veach, and Kelsey and Hill and that chief chief group. It's I think it's a good point, Mike. I think you're right. I mean, they don't show signs. They just don't show signs of being falling off too quickly here, the Chiefs. And 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 you have to keep factoring in the other teams like we talked about the KFC. It's not just Kansas. So you're dealing with a potential Kansas City dynasty, which is unheard of in the NFL, like you said. I mean, the Patriots, it's just hard to believe what they've done. But you're right. Could KC do that? And then I just have to keep bringing up these other teams. Baltimore is going to get back on track. Yes. You know, Lamar isn't going out like this. Like, we're going to hear about Lamar next year. Um, Herbert has – Herbert needs to take a step. I mean, those guys – and then, and then Burrow's going to be right there every year, too. So I just keep thinking about how hard it's going to be every single year. All right. Like, to your point, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. You're sitting there thinking, are we ever going to make a Super Bowl? But the Bills are going to be in the mix every year because of the quarterback. So. What's next for the Packers? I mean, do you trade Roger? What do you do here? I mean, what a 
What a joke. What a joke. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I feel I'm guilty. I, I, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan believer. I can't defend it anymore. Can't. That, that one, can't defend it. That can't was do a joke. It. Yep. Can't do it. 13 or 10 points? And you score on the opening drive, and you don't look at any other receiver besides Adams. I mean, he's so he's so freaking locked. I mean, he he had the dump offs to Aaron Jones, but let's be real: when the game got late and they needed to get the ball down and get some points in drive and some freaking length in the clock and all that, he he was not looking at anybody besides Devontae Adams. And look, Devontae Adams is arguably the best wideout, but look, you got to take what the defense gives you once in a while. I mean, Lazard's open, right? These guys are open. I guess the, the behind the closed door meeting with Aaron Rodgers is the one that's fascinating because to me, if you're Green Bay, yes, you want to keep him. So I, I, I still would not if he if Aaron Rodgers told me if I'm the GM or coach and then he's saying I want to be here, but I want to hear him say that. Yeah, like I want to be here, I want to win another Super Bowl here, then you take a shot with. But if he's wishy-washy and doing all this crap again, I think if you can trade him, then yes, I think you got to try. If if you're not getting answer you want from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it can be unbelievable. Um, (laughs) Quickly, before I just get a a, a minute breakdown of the championship games, um, Sean Payton steps away from the New Orleans Saints, man, and and I know you you know him, you work with him, like what, did that that surprise you, Jim? It did not surprise me. Me either. Um, I actually actually thought before he signed his contract extension a couple years ago, there was there was always rumors. He he and Dallas had been flirting with them a long time ago. Okay, this guy Jerry Jones loves Sean Payton, and that Jerry Jones doesn't love a lot of people. <laughs> so that tell when Jerry Jones gets what he wants. I'm not saying it's going to happen in Dallas, but I think Sean Payton hit his limit. He knows he has to have a quarterback. They're in a horrible salary cap situation. Um, I give him credit, like. I don't think he's quitting on his team. I actually thought he may have done one of his best coaching jobs of his career this year. I agree. Um, yeah, they, they didn't have it. They didn't. They shouldn't have been competitive. Should have been a four or five win team, really. I agree. Hundred percent agree. He's an amazing coach. I, I I went and stared at my Super Bowl ring last night when he retired, and I just wanted to. I was going to put it on Twitter, and I was like, Nah, I won't do that. But I just wanted to say thanks again, Coach. Like yeah. he injured Breeze, had a magical thing. Yep. He'll he'll either do TV or find a team with a quarterback. Yeah, and I, I heard. I think he's he just got remarried too, so um, he can he can yeah. stay home and get bossed around too. You know. Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> these guys aren't built for being. No, I know. I know. You're I know. So right, Mike. You're oh so right. man, Com- <laughs> conference championship game I, again. Here we go. As a Bills guy, I'm just like I don't even want to do this. But who do you who, who do you, who do you have in these games? Uh, not the gambling side, but the football part mostly. Um, who do you have? Football part for me is, I mean, I hate to be boring, but it's KC and the Rams and what Chris Field. I don't know how the 49 can take this run they've been on. And I just don't know how long you can do it. I'm, I'm not a hater of Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm not necessarily a believer. And I think the Rams are kind of just clicking right now. Um, they all, you know, they almost had a historic collapse, but that happens. They, they felt the pressure and they got past it. And I think you're going to see the Rams win. I don't see how. And then Kansas City Rams with that support Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to sneak in another one here uh, in, in a minute Do or I so. Do you agree or disagree with me on those? Am 
No, I'm 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 right with you. I think the Chiefs are going to win by I pick 38-24 Chiefs and I got I uh, agree with you on that. Yep, yeah. and and I got Rams. I got them 30 to 26 cuz I think I think Stafford will be a little bit better than Jimmy G and I and I think that I'm telling you right now, man, that Rams defensive line, I, I you know, I watched them rush the quarterback and I see Miller and I see Floyd and I see Donald and I'm going Damn it all, Bills. Bills, you need one of those guys. You need a guy like that. I mean, do you, you know, do you, do you, God, do you go try to add another Josh Allen to the roster and just say, hey, Jags, here's, here it is on a silver platter. Here's our entire first four picks of the draft. Here's this guy, that guy, you know, take, uh, take Basham, take this person. I mean, do you try to put together a package to get somebody like that? The Rams defensive line, I don't like it. I love it. Well, I love that. I agree with you, and I love that you brought Floyd name into it because he—he's been a beast. He shows up for them every game. Yep. They, they always talk about Darnold now, Von Miller. I'm glad you brought up Floyd. He's a difference maker too. And they have—that's what I mean. They have three guys that you're game planning. You're you're concerned about matchup problems. That's how I always judge people. Um, even on defense, like I used to do that. We used to do that when we drafted Sammy. Hmm. You know, basically we were saying who on our offense. Like who's 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 a defensive coordinator scared of? And you know, at that time we just had, you know, Marquise Goodwin and Robert Woods were too young. You know, they weren't nobody was game playing for that. And so basically we were like, we need some type of guy who is a defensive coordinator gonna be scared of. And we thought a guy like Sammy would help us. Now obviously we've talked about that. We don't need to talk about it anymore. But to that's what you want on defense too. Who an offensive coordinator has to prepare for to protect his quarterback? Yeah. Um in the final 90 seconds I've got with you or so, I wanted, you're, you're a big, obviously, gambling guy. You can, you know, go to PixWise.com and check it out. Um, but I I don't, I don't bet. I don't gamble. I think I've only maybe bet two horse races, and I think it was because uh, one was at the Kentucky Derby just because I was there and I did it. And I think I did another one somewhere at the Belmont or the Travers, and it's probably not good that I can't remember it because my buddy and I were, you know, we were having some some beers. Um I hear you gambling. I don't do it because I think it's dangerous, at least on my side, not for everybody, but for me, it's dangerous. And also with me working in the business, I, I feel like fantasy football and and some of this other bullshit, I feel like it like takes away from being able to watch the games, cover the games, talk about the games and enjoy the games. Um, I feel like it takes away from that. So give me the good and the bad. Give me it for somebody who doesn't gamble. Tell me, why somebody should do it and why they shouldn't do it. Uh, first of all, you're you're proving that you're very intelligent. And I can't even give you, and this is coming from somebody who I literally love gambling my whole life. I know you do. <laughs> I couldn't do yeah. it. You yeah. know, when I worked in the NFL and it was hard, it was, that was, you know, it's not, it, it was a hard thing for me. Mm-hmm. It was like, but I can't give you one good reason to do it. It should be treated and now that it's legal here in New York online, you know, I was sitting here on my I can go on my phone right now and do anything. It's ridiculous. But it should be treated like drugs and alcohol. I hate to say it like that, but it's that addictive. So I don't have I can't give you one good reason and I would never recommend you do it. All right. I can't. Fair. I can't. I can't and it's just from somebody who loves it. I mean, dude, fantasy football drives me nuts. Like, I, 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 it's a pain in the ass, man. I got to look at the roster. I get all these stupid alerts. I got 400 apps on my phone already. Now I got to deal with buzzes and alerts. My buddies message. They're texting, and then they go to the message thing. And, and it's, 
you got to keep up on the rosters and this and that. Then there's like these other players who you might normally not pay attention to because you don't have to in, in the role that you might have in media. Now I got to focus on that. I had Derrick Henry this year. I had Kelvin Ridley. I had Henry Ruggs, right? All my guys get injured. Ruggs is an asshole. And then I got to redo the whole roster and everything. And I know there's worse problems, but I'm like, this is stupid. So I ended up losing, I, I think I started seven and one. And then I ended up losing like almost the rest of my games because I didn't really have a roster. And everybody I'd pick up, it was like, oh, Dallas Goddard, I didn't start him one week. Guess what? That was the week he went off. Like little things like that. It's all luck of the draw. But fantasy football drives me crazy. I only do it to be with my buddies so we can, you know, have the camaraderie and talk shit. But I, I can't stand it. I really can't. I hear you. I, I, I gave up fantasy a long, long time, like early 2000s. I was done with it. I, I, I grew I, I was sick of it then. Um, the gambling thing, the one thing I will say, and, and maybe with fantasy too, is to me, if you are going to get into this gambling thing, set, it's really, it's a cliche, but it's like whatever you want to invest in for entertainment purposes in your life, budgeting, if it's a thousand bucks for the whole year, then just make sure you stick to that and then play off that money. Don't, but don't chase, don't keep trying to, you can't make a living on it. Trust me. So. Yeah, no doubt. All right, well, look, this was amazing. Jim Monas, uh, terrific stuff. Uh, you can go check him out on Twitter at Monas42 and PicksWise.com. And, of course, the XFL, the new adventure, the former player personnel man with multiple teams, uh, including the Buffalo Bills. Jim, this was awesome. You are so good uh, at, at what you do. I hope you get another crack somewhere, somehow, in the NFL because I think your mind is awesome. I love talking football with you, man. Thank you. Same, Mike. I love talking to you, too, and uh, I appreciate those words. The MO Sports Platter is brought to you by your great friends at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. A huge tip of the cap thank you as well to your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Camillus Golf Club, and Brewerton Ace Hardware. If you are in and around Central New York, stop on over to Ace. They've got all of your inside and outside needs for all seasons. Maybe you're prepping now for the spring, right? Uh, the summertime, they've got grills, they've got uh, soil, they've got uh, mulch, they've got everything you could possibly want. They've got salt for the winter, they have shovels and garbage cans, you name it. And they also carry some unbelievable products from great vendors, you know, pickles, beef jerky, local vendors in New York State. They supply uh, the, the, the store with these great goods and you can buy them. I've had a ton of them. Go check it out. Barbecue sauce, you name it. It's all there at Burton Ace Hardware. And they've got the little things too, the little nuts and bolts and all the rest. Ace is the place. Burton Ace Hardware, Route 11 in Burton, right in front of the Burton Bridge, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor if you're in and around Central New York. Huge thanks to Jim Monas. I'm Mike Lindsley. This is the ML Sports Platter. You can hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.